No mai hari mai ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. On today, the news just keeps getting worse out of Ukraine. The Ukrainian city of Mariupol is being bombarded with a strike on a maternity hospital that wounded many people. We talked to Natalia Chabin, who is following the situation closely. Her parents have just crossed the border into Poland. And as thousands of us continue to get Omicron each day, the numbers can feel very unsettling. But should we treat it as inevitable that we are all going to get the virus? Get this, even if you share a household with an infected person, the risk of catching the virus is somewhere between 15 and 50%. We discussed that. And the top five worst packaging offenders revealed. What did you? What do you most dislike when it comes to packaging? Is it the little plastic label on each apple? Nope. Is it the individually wrapped tea bag? Nope. What is it? More at four thirty. And what is your worst plastic packaging tale? You can text us on that two one zero one. And the owner of a Japanese restaurant in Palmerston North wants to get in touch with the customer to right a small mistake. We overcharged you by $8. Please come back. We talk about that with me this afternoon. Joe McCarroll, who's a journalist and editor of NZ Gardener. Joe, welcome to the show again. Lovely to have you oh, on. Kia ora, Wallace. Lovely also, to be here. You're also with us, uh, we have Dean Hall. Dean's a businessman involved in the gaming industry and the CEO of Rocketworks. Dean, kia ora. Nice to have you on. Kia ora. Thank you. So, G, Dean and Joe with me, all settled in uh, for Thursday afternoon. Now, this really caught my eye. Anyone from a Pacifica background or having connections to Pacifica will know the importance of carver. For example, I can recall a night in Levuka years ago meeting a couple of others. The first thing they did was to bring out that plastic bowl from the kitchen, mix the carver. The stories were swapped. They kept going through the evening. One Waikato University lecturer has been awarded one of academia's top prizes, a Fulbright scholarship, and it's how to study carver. Traditional communal use can help treat post-traumatic stress disorder, amongst others on the front line. With us is Dr. Apo Aporoza, a researcher and lecturer at Te Huatakewaiora School of Health and Te Kura Fatu Oho Māori School of Psychology at the University of Waikato, Nisambula. Dr. Aporoza, welcome to the panel. Sambulasia Wallace, uh, K. Joe, K. Dean, good to talk to you. Yeah, good to have you on. And this speaks to your background a bit, doesn't it? Because you were in the army, you were in the police, and it was your experiences there that led you to this line of research. Mm. Yeah, I left the police pretty messed up and uh, went back to Fiji and uh, just de-stressed and sat and uh, talked and drank cover and recognised that there was something positive in there for me, but then that wasn't really confirmed until I went to the UK, spent some time with some Fijians in the British Army who had recently come back from Afghanistan, and, yeah, this is where it all led to. And you say that, you know, quoting for many Pacific families, Carver is always around, so it's there from when you were born, Carver is ever-present, huh? Mm, Absolutely. It's there from birth to death, and they're going to present it when I die. (laughs) Um, And you, uh, so in terms of this research, you actually credit Carver with providing a way for those with post-traumatic stress disorder to really unpack their trauma, and that is part of what you're going to be uh, researching around this uh, Fulbright Scholarship. Mm, Yeah, I am. 
So um, you know, it started off um, with with discussions with these uh, Fijians in the British Army, as I said, mm. just come back from Afghanistan, and they're making comments about drinking a substance that does not uh, disinhibit, does not make them euphoric, doesn't cloud their ability to communicate clearly, but it also relaxes them. And being able to meaning make out of the things that they experienced with people who had previously experienced similar things. And it was really powerful, and I felt really privileged to hear some of the man, harrowing and uh, incredible stories. Let's go, let's jump into our panel. I want to ask them first, actually, if they, whether or not they've uh, had carver or not. Joe, what about you? Have you had carver? Yep, I've had it a few times. Like it? Um, bit of a pause there. Uh, yeah, yeah, quite a pause. It's got a sort of your mouth been at the dentist kind of feel. Yes. Where your lips get a bit tingly and you – but the feeling is quite nice. There's sort of a, mm. a re- relaxation to it. Yeah, what about you, Dean? Uh, I can't stand alcohol at all. I just don't like the taste. But but what I really like about this – actually, I'm ex-army myself and – uh, I was always uh, told uh, practical problems require practical solutions. And I really like this idea of sort of looking out outside the box for things. And, mm. and even if an experiment comes back negative, that's still a result. And, and I really think that, that, that finding solutions for some of these really just crippling problems that people have, we do have to start thinking outside the box. And, and sometimes really going back to something that may have worked for a very long time, uh, and, and, you know, there can be some really in- interesting outcomes from it. So I think yep. it's pretty fascinating. Really. Actually, uh, you've bought into a bit of a segue there, Dean, in terms of you mentioned the word alcohol, because up or you, you're, you're at stress to uh, point out that carver very different from mm. alcohol. And is not an alcohol, yeah. Um, uh, do- isn't fermented and doesn't cause, uh, you know, the effects, the inebriation and uh, uh, disinhibitation that, uh, that alcohol causes. So, yeah, yeah. So in terms of uh, those who are sitting sitting listening to this now and going, hmm, I've never had it. Um, Tell us a bit more about kava. For those who haven't tried it or had it, what is it? How does it work? Okay, so it's the root of the pipermatisticum plant. So the the roots are pulled up and washed and sometimes dried and powdered, but it's um, it's mixed through water. And it's the the liquid that then comes off that that is uh, consumed. Um, it has similar sort of properties to benzodiazepine, so it makes you just feel relaxed, but um, and it facilitates very good quality discussion. Yeah, I was just thinking because I referred it back to my my own experience in Lavuka there, and uh, you know I hadn't planned on an evening at Carver, but the you know the bowl came out, and um, I don't know whether it was a Carver or it was just the vibe there up or but uh, I tell you what, the conversations flowed. Uh, you're given a bowl, and then okay, your turn to tell a story. It was quite, it was quite the ritual. Mm, yeah, and and is very much linked to our cultural practices and our ways of doing. So we essentially see kava as being liquid mana. Of you know, when I talk about mana, I'm talking about spiritual power. So with the efficacy that we see with medicinal links um, used in traditional healing, that type of thing, we see this thing as being much more than just a drink, and mm. we're going to be using that as part of facilitating this discussion. That um, uh, who was it? Um, Dean actually mentioned you know about the the problems. Of of, of PTSD, which in some areas is seen as an epidemic at the moment. And I'm not suggesting that kava is going to be the magic bullet yeah. for everyone. But if we can just help a few, 
You know, um, that's where we're going to make a difference and where I really would like to see making a difference. Yeah, because uh, in terms of it, it, its alternative treatments for PTSD are being explored, aren't they, in other ways? For example, microdosing with the likes of MDMA mm. or psilocybin. So those research angles are being explored right now. Absolutely. So um, MDMA, we're talking about ecstasy. If you microdose with that, they're seeing efficacy in uh, creating greater therapeutic alliance, so greater sort of communication between the therapist and the client. It seems to sort of just take the edge off people who are trying to hide hide their feelings. But that's not saying that they're induced not to, but it yeah. just kind of takes the edge off you feeling anxious. Maybe it would be the better way you know, about sharing and that type of thing. So, hey, b- before you go up, or uh, I uh, got a, a text here, uh, someone, <laughs> someone wants to know, who do you reckon makes the best carver? <laughs> well, obviously the best carver comes from where we come from. <laughs> Every islander will always say that. You know, I've got some Samoan and Tongan mates who reckon that the best carver comes from where they come from. So that's a very difficult uh, one to answer because it's biased <laughs> right from the start. So it's not Lavuka. <laughs> no, 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 no. It comes from Marawata <laughs> up in uh, Vanolevu. Make sure about that. <laughs> hey, uh, congratulations uh, and all the best no. with the research. Uh, that Thank is you uh, so Dr. Apo Aporoza, researcher and lecturer at the University of Waikato uh, and studying uh, how kava uh, can help uh, treat post traumatic stress disorder. Uh, and uh, amongst our Pacifica fraternity who are listening to the panel, where do you think uh, the best kava is grown? You can text us on that, 2101. Uh, quite a bit of uh, responses regarding packaging. I'm going to be talking about that. Uh, the most annoying packaging, uh, in my personal view, is Dove Soap. Not only must I buy packets of two wrapped in plastic that is difficult to open, but then each cake is in a box. I would love to have just individual cakes, and I'd still buy two. So um, we are going to be talking about that just after 4.30. Uh, what is the worst plastic packaging? This was from a Consumer NZ uh, survey, and we talk about that um, hmm, uh, well, halfway the, through the show. Are you still using packaged soap? No, I was just like, reading a text in, out. In cakes. Oh, oh, got it. Who is this person using soap bars? I love that liquid soap. I'm hang on, you, you don't. Sorry, I just had to disrupt everything there and just say we we need to deal with that. But but you don't you don't use a cake of soap? No, I don't. I, I use I use the bottled stuff. Um, but there's still bad packaging. I'm I'm just yeah. always surprised when I hear. People. I love the the feeling of using the liquid soap. I don't know whether that's a, is that just me or it's. I think it's just you because I think that uh, most people do like the sort of you got something you got something solid in your hands. Wow. You're rubbing it all over. Okay. Rub rub rub. And, and I'm it's, learning it's, today. I'm and, learning a lot. And, 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 and back me up, Joe. It's all about actually. Uh, it's all about something tangible. Liquid soap. You don't know whether you're Arthur or Martha. What? To be honest, because I think yes. with um, Here we go. We've soap, been someone else has washed themselves with it. So how clean it's is it really? So how clean is soap? You know, you you both can't tell me that you don't have a little soap on a rope, sneaky soap on a rope in the shower, Dean. No, I'm all about just, liquid it's soap. It's all only. liquid. Yep. Weird. Very weird. All right, we're going to be talking about that later on. Time, but I've been thinking, Joe, you first. Uh, well, I just wanted to do a shout out actually for a restaurant in Hamilton called Chimchuri. Um, my parents were celebrating their wedding anniversary um, last week, their 54th wedding anniversary. And they went out to Chimchuri, which is a really lovely restaurant in Hamilton that I do recommend. I've been there many times. And they were the absolute only customers there that night. And they were very struck 
um, by the fact that even though they, you know, the, the staff and outnumbered them, you know, the staff really delivered a beautiful night and beautiful service, never made them feel um, anything less than spectacular. And so a shout out to Chimchuri and just like a shout out to all the businesses like that, that are keeping going. Um, they, they don't have the footfall they used to. They're trying to keep the faith and they're still trying to do an amazing job for their customers. I just think that's, um, yeah, Good luck to you all. Kia ora, Joe. Yes, I can appreciate that. I went to a little kitchen cafe this morning, got a little cake and a sandwich, uh, and there hasn't been any customers in there for the last five days. And I was wondering how they keep going. So uh, I echo that, uh, and thank you for bringing that up. Here's one. Here's Speaking of shout-outs, uh, I'm a software engineer. I just want to do a shout-out for Dean. I used to play Minecraft when I was about 12 on a server that Dean Hall ran, Minecraft. And, and he started my love for computers. So there you go, Dean. Uh, and on that, a brief I've been nice. thinking from you. Uh, so just after International, International Women's Day, really got me thinking about uh, women in video games. And we've been really trying to win on that front and bring up the diversity, given how many women and, and everybody who plays video games. And it just made me think how often I hear uh, people show surprise when a woman they know says they want to get into games. And, and I, I wonder if that's part of the problem. So my big challenge to everyone out there, if you hear someone say they're going to do something that maybe uh, isn't super traditional and maybe was, say, male-dominated, um, instead of surprise, maybe just go straight to the supportive. That, that's kind of my challenge and, and sort of putting that out there to everyone. And does that extend to your own business? Do you um, employ women gaming engineers? We do, but it's it's been a real slow battle. Uh, and, you know, we, we've increased diversity in a lot of areas, but I think we've got just a massive way to go. If we want to make games that, you know, go towards women, we, we, we need women helping us make them. All right, kia ora, Dean. All right, with us this afternoon, uh, Joe McCarroll, Dean Hall, uh, and a huge response uh, on whether or not liquid soap or a bar of soap is the way. Captain says, I can't believe you know about soap on rope, Wallace. I remember, but I'm 75. Oh, love a soap on a rope. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Lots to discuss this afternoon. Stay with us. The panel right here, four to five, RNZ National.